I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking to Nadia Fahim Costa, who is Director of IT Risk Management at Metatology Services, a health IT consulting firm based in Atlanta. Prior to Nadia joining Metatology recently, she was the Executive Director of Information Security and Regulatory Compliance for Piedmont Healthcare, also in Atlanta. Nadia will be speaking to us about the top privacy and security challenges facing healthcare organizations in the year ahead. Hi, Nadia. Hello, Marianne. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. So now you joined Metatology a couple of months ago after serving for several years at Piedmont, where you were responsible for the information privacy and security programs throughout Piedmont. So now based on that experience and from what you've been hearing from other health privacy and security leaders, what are the biggest challenges you think that healthcare CISOs and privacy officers will face in 2014? Well, Marianne, the biggest challenge that they will face in 2014 is the latest high-tech rule that became effective September of uh, this year, 2013. As you know, uh, the HIPAA privacy and security regulations were updated, and they're mandating quite a few changes for us in the healthcare industry, particularly with uh, regard to business associates. The Previous rule did not put as much a burden on business associates to comply with the rule, but high tech did, and as a result, business associates have to comply to the same extent, really, that a healthcare provider will have to comply. So for a healthcare CISO, they have to keep up with the business associate compliance requirements. They have to make sure that they have thoroughly documented assessments of their business associates but also the business associate will have to make sure that they have all processes in place with regard to privacy and security, but that their subcontractors, who are also liable under the rule, have the same processes in place. So that's one area. Another area of challenge that I found is the mobile technology space. You know, validating privacy and security for mobile applications is a challenge, but also incorporating patient-provided information into the medical record from those mobile apps can be quite daunting. More and more providers these days want it to use, for example, they want to be able to text patient information. And one of the things that we found is that Joint Commission, for instance, has yet to approve a technology uh, that would provide not only safe texting, but also a mechanism for the text to land directly into the medical record from a risk management perspective. We also have issues with all the health information exchanges that are starting to spread out all over the country. And uh, CISOs really need to get in front of the privacy and security challenges of integrating systems both internally and with external and state-based exchanges. Lots of issues there, you know, being able to, you know, how do you get the patient consent, for instance? Um, how do you get the, the, the segregation of certain pieces of data, you know, the, the psychiatrist data versus the, for example, substance abuse, STDs, et cetera, stuff that, you know, require much higher level of protection under state laws. So those are some of the challenges that face CISOs in a year ahead. So now, based on all of that, what do you think should be on the top of their priority lists for next year? Going back to the high-tech rule, the, all these um, the CISOs really need to be 
very much aware of the state of the information security programs currently. Do they have the fundamentals that any program should have in place? Do they have their policies and procedures? Do they have a governance structure in place, training and awareness? Are they aligned with a security framework such as NIST, HITRUST, or ISO? And from there, they need to start building into the next phase of information security and make sure that they take into consideration some of the challenges that they're facing next year. For example, laptop and mobile device encryption is becoming a must these days because of the data breach notification rules. Uh, vulnerability and patch management is a must. Having antivirus intrusion detection systems like data loss prevention tools. And this is just to name a few of the priorities that they really need to have in place to have a baseline for security programs. From there, they need to start doing risk assessments and documentation of remediation activities that are involved when you do a risk assessment. Regulators now are performing meaningful use audits throughout the country, and one of the things that they look at, which is a requirement under meaningful use, is that any application that you apply for meaningful use dollars must have a severe risk assessment. And we're finding that lots of uh, healthcare entities fail that audit simply because they don't have a documented risk assessment, but also they don't have any remediation activities going on to show that they're taking care of the issues and covered during the risk assessment. So related to that, what do you think is giving covered entities and business associates the most trouble with their HIPAA compliance efforts, and what areas do they need to improve for 2014? You know, it's been my personal experience working with, with different healthcare entities, but also with business associates who are trying to comply with the rule. I find that the biggest challenge is really getting buy-in from the executives at the company. Until they can get that executive buy-in and really have the robust governance process in place to support a solid information security program, healthcare entities and business associates kind of are, are very slow getting geared up towards that final compliance stage, but also being able to face all the new technologies that are coming down. You know, some of the things that they, they really need to keep an eye on, for instance, is data loss protection tools. If they don't already have some, they need to, to, to put some in place. Also, automation of third-party security risk management processes, particularly with healthcare providers uh, signing on more and more business associates to provide them with, with services and products. They need to have a quick way to identify whether a business associate is a viable option for, for a partner and do they have the potential to have a robust security process in place. So having a tool that helps automate the, the security management process for business associates, I see that really as a must-have for a lot of healthcare organizations, if not all of them. You mentioned some technologies and practices that healthcare CISOs and business associates should keep their eyes on for 2014. Are there any other emerging security technologies or practices that you think are underutilized in healthcare that might be used in other industries that you think might be promising for healthcare? I think some of the tools that we're lacking in healthcare is definitely, you know, auditing and monitoring of application. I, I, you know, I found that more and more there are some pretty robust tools out there that do, for instance, you know, log correlation or audit of access to, like, the network infrastructure. But when it comes to the applications themselves that host protected health information, a lot of those EMR systems come equipped with their own auditing tools. But oftentimes it takes a very robust team of three or four individuals for a large healthcare system 
to run this audit tool because they're simply not user-friendly. And oftentimes, facilities have disparate systems that host the station information. So having a cohesive platform that allows auditors to be able to track a patient across the broad spectrum of applications, in my mind, is a plus and, and a necessary tool simply because the law now is getting tougher and being able to identify what our pain points are is, is key. Changing subjects slightly, are there any tips for breach prevention that you think that business associates and covered entities should look more closely at or consider, you know, especially since business associates are now liable for HIPAA compliance under HIPAA omnibus? Breach prevention is a, a pretty big deal for us at this point in healthcare. One of, of the things that covered entities need to make sure that they have in place with a business associate, they need to make sure that they include compliance requirements into the contract. They need to make sure that they include cyber insurance coverage requirements for the third parties. And, and you know, by the same token, those business associates may want to make sure that they have cyber insurance coverage. Some of the health systems that I'm familiar with have cyber insurance as well. In the event of a data breach, event where they need to notify patients, then there's some financial help there that helps them cover the cost of a breach. On both sides, business associates and covered entities, they need to develop an incident response policy and procedure and test it periodically. That way, in the event of a breach, they know exactly what to do, what process to follow, and they should also have provisions for third-party vendor who can provide assistance in the event of a large breach. And some of these assistance could be require mass notification of patients or customers, establish a toll-free number for questions, provide credit monitoring. They should have legal and forensics help lined up as well, and this is pre-breach, so once they get going, then everything comes together. And then finally, again, this is on the covered entity side, you know, having a robust third-party secure risk management process in place, again, is key to be able to weed out, you know, the business associate that simply would not be able to sustain a strong information security program and would be more likely to experience a breach. Thanks, Nadia. I've been speaking to Nadia Fahim Koster. I'm Marianne Kobasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.